Hello, this is David Orham, coming to you this week from New Delhi, taking you around the world in two. A quiet week on the international cricket front. There's a gap of 14 days between the last Ashes ODI and the first 2020 between Zimbabwe and Pakistan on Sunday. In England, Gloucestershire won the Royal London Cup final at Lords by six runs, despite six for 35 from Jade Dernbach, including a hat-trick. Surrey collapsed, chasing 220, needing only 78 of 16 overs with eight wickets in hand. At the Oval, a 2020 match for the Help the Heroes charity saw the Heroes 11 win by four wickets, with man of the match MS Dhoni hitting 38 not out, while Brian Lara made 15 for the rest of the World 11. Meanwhile, in Bermuda, wicketkeeper Jason Anderson was banned for life following an ugly assault upon batsman George O'Brien in the Champion of Champions final. Video footage of the incident on YouTube has already had over 80,000 views. And spare a thought this week for the family and friends of Jagmohan Dalmir, the president of the BCCI, who died aged 75 on Sunday following a heart attack. He'd been a member of the Indian board since 1979 and was also a former ICC president. A few birthdays and anniversaries. Today is Jamal Hamilton's 25th birthday. Born on St Thomas, he scored over 1,500 first-class runs for the Leewards in eight seasons. Tomorrow is Dominica's Mervyn Matthews' 30th birthday. The pace bowler has taken 79 wickets in 27 matches for the Winwoods at less than 20 runs apiece. Tomorrow, Jason Mohammed is 29. He scored over 3,000 runs in 10 seasons with Trinidad and Tobago and played a solitary ODI versus India in 2011, in which he made two. Tomorrow is also the 32nd birthday of St Lucia's Gary Maturin. His career high was on his 2020 international debut, when his four overs, nine maidens, three for nine, helped spin West Indies to a 25-run win over England, bowling them out for 88, defending a total of only 113. Thursday is the 55th birthday of Vibert Green. He played eight times for Barbados and 16 times for Gloucestershire, but at Bridgetown in 1986 he took five for 72 versus the English tourists, including the wickets of Wilf Slack and Mike Gatting. Thursday also marks the 1924 birth of Sammy Gwillen, who uniquely played for both West Indies and New Zealand, where he emigrated in the 1950s and played against West Indies in 1956. As Martin Williamson wrote, The last act of his career was a historic one. Gwillen stumped Alf Valentine to seal New Zealand's first ever Test victory, for which they'd waited 26 years and 45 matches. He retired immediately. Thursday is also the 65th birthday of Mahinda Amanath. Man of the match for India in their 1983 World Cup final victory over West Indies, he scored 26 and took three of the last four wickets for 12 runs. Earlier that year, he'd been acclaimed the best player of fast bowling in the world, hitting 200s and 450s and averaging 66 in a five-test series in the Caribbean, which West Indies won 2-0. Later that year in India, Marshall, Holding, Wayne Daniel and Winston Davis proved that he wasn't. His scores were naught. Nought, one, nought, nought, and nought, at an average of 0.1, as West Indies won the series 3-0. Friday is the 27th birthday of Shakaya Thomas. In 2013, he scored over 500 runs for CCC at 45 with two centuries, but last year for Jamaica managed less than 200 at 17. Friday is the anniversary of the 1944 birth of Grayson Shillingford. In seven tests between 1969 and 1972, he took 15 wickets at 35. Friday is also the anniversary of the 1949 birth of Inshan Ali. He took 34 wickets in 12 tests with his left arm wrist spin, but at a costly average approaching 50. 
But did you know he made his first class debut in 1966 for South Trinidad, aged only 16, and made his last appearance in 1980, aged only 30. He died of lung cancer, aged only 45, in 1995. Saturday is the 44th birthday of Barbados's Patterson Thompson. In four internationals in 1996-97, he took seven wickets at 46, with an impressive strike rate of 48, but an expensive economy rate of 5.7. Saturday is also the 72nd birthday of Lloyd Barker, who umpired 29 tests and 39 ODIs between 1984 and 1997, and stood in the first ever test between Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe. Saturday also sees the 78th birthday of Renford Pinnock, who between 1964 and 75 hit over 2,500 runs for Jamaica at 41, with six centuries. Saturday is also the 68th birthday of Franklin Dennis. Born in Jamaica, he appeared for Canada at the 1979 World Cup. On Canada's 1976 Caribbean tour, he scored 114 versus St Kitts at Warner Park, but was LBW bowled Roberts for nine versus Antigua. A game which ended when Viv Richards returned bowling figures of 5.3 overs, 5 maidens, 4 for none. Monday is the 42nd birthday of Guyana's Colin Stewart, who played all his 11 internationals in less than 12 months. Starting on Boxing Day 2000, he took 28 wickets at under 30, with a best of 5 for 44, but he made his final appearance for West Indies the following November. And finally, Monday is the 55th birthday of Gus Logie. Between 1981 and 1993, he played over 200 times for West Indies, scored over 5,000 runs, and yet averaged only 31 and hit only three centuries. After retiring, he's been coach of Canada, West Indies, Bermuda, Canada again, and currently his native Trinidad and Tobago. A brilliant fielder, Logie took 57 catches in 52 tests, mainly at short leg. But did you know he also took one first-class stumping? In 1988 versus Jamaica, standing in for David Williams, he stumped Courtney Walsh off Ganeth Mahabir's leg spin. There were also 17 buys. Until next time, this has been Around the World in Two, with David Oram.